0: You're listening to the Potato Candy Network. All right, ready to start? Ready to start. Clap, clap. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Blank Scenario. When you need a scenario for one shot, blanking fast. I am Marie, a.k.a. Queen Yellow.
1: I am Sir Isaac, Sir Sasquatch.
2: And I am Casey, a.k.a. The Grumpy Elf.
0: And this week, um, Isaac is going to bring the inspiration for our one shot, and he's been hinting at it, and I'm so scared.
2: And what kind of blanking scenario is this?
1: Okay, so have you guys ever watched a full episode of Dora the Explorer? (laughs)
0: No.
2: (laughs) Like, because I had to at a car mechanic. This is taking
0: such a weird, I don't know where this is going now. I thought I had an idea and I have no idea where you're going Uh, with this. Nope, (laughs)
2: you're you're forgetting the fact this is the man that came up with Uh, now, coming oh, to goodness. a store near you. <laughs>
0: okay, so, border wall, door the explorer, okay. go okay. on. Okay.
1: So, essentially, the premise of door the explorer, which I have watched before because I have several <laughs> younger siblings in which, yes, Marie.
0: I do know the show, in case that's what you're getting at. I know the bi- gist of the show.
1: Oh, well, you know the movie that just came out? Yeah. They stole my ideas. Really? I just can't prove it. <laughs> well. Because I'm not rich and famous. If you had ha-
0: Google was listening. How different
2: would this have been if you had had this idea yesterday?
1: <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> well, essentially, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Door the Explorer essentially follows a little girl... I think, from Central America, who has to go through two obstacles to get to her third spot, which is a goal. She -hmm. has an inanimate map. No, no, she has a personified map. She has a demon-possessed bottomless bag of holding. And she has an animal (laughs) companion. Um, And so my thought... I'm trying not to get political. I'm just trying to stick to a story idea. But... So, let's go from... What does it take for Dora the Explorer to get from Mexico to the United States? That's your button right there. With, 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 with a border wall. So, you know, she has... So, here's here's what happens. The show starts, and the, we're turning this into a one-shot scenario. Show starts, and it's, okay, so here's Dora. She's got to get to America. And okay. so, to do that, she has to get the map. Map is gonna say, "Okay, you gotta." It's gonna sing a song. So Map is a bard. Okay. Um, Map sings the same song, and it presents three obstacles. So she's got to get from border wall, ice America, something like that. Okay. You know. So so we have for for <laughs> for Dora to get from Mexico to
0: she's the United States. She's a very advanced three year old.
1: Okay, oh,
2: hold hold. I'm gonna pause you for just a second. Okay. So. You want a brief story seed? Yeah, is where we're starting. <laughs> you're, you're diving <laughs> like right minutes. into mechanics here. So what's I your, your story seed? Okay,
0: yeah. So is the Dora Explorer getting to the U.S. Yes. Is that, okay.
2: With
1: a wall in between somehow. With, well, each 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 episode of Dora has three components. Okay. To it. She has an <laughs> obstacle to overcome. Okay. A second obstacle to overcome, which okay. usually involves something out of her backpack or a swiper or or swiper. Mm-hmm. Yeah and then she has her third destination which is where she's trying to get to.
0: So how are we translating this to a scenario then? Because we have to make this playable somehow.
1: That's that's where that's why I need your guys' help. Okay. Number 1, w- do I want to play this where you're Dora in Boots or do I want to play this to where you are Swiper trying to stop Dora? Are you what 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 do we how, how do we do this? Ye- mm.
2: Because may I, I-
3: Go okay.
1: for it. Fin- finish your thought, and I'll start it off. Well, here, here's here's the premise that I got, and then you guys do whatever you want with my chaos. Dora, I think, is going to be the protagonist one way or another. Okay. Dora, I can't decide if she is a druid or a sorcerer because she has demon-possessed items, mm-hmm. but she has an animal companion. Mm-hmm. And then if you're playing this with more than one person, does the animal companion need to be the other player? Okay. Remind me, I will tell you exactly what she is, because I know okay, exactly okay. what she is. Um, so we have Dora, we have Boots, and then we have other NPCs like Swiper and Diego. Oh, it could be Dora Diego. Okay. Didn't think about that. So there's your other character. Um, but essentially just the process of them going through a Dora the Explorer episode to get to the United States.
2: Do you Do you want the players to be... I feel like I'm echoing a whole bunch. Um, do you want Dora to be the, to be the players or do you want Dora to be an NPC that the players
1: meet? Well, that's why I'm here. I'm not sure. Okay.
2: I think, um, I, I'm going to say it would be safest to make Dora the NPC that the players meet rather than making her the players. Cause otherwise you're, you're basically, basically just arguing a, um, a style for a one shot rather than a one-shot scenario because okay. that's basically what the imp- what the players go through anyways as you you have your beginning, your end and the obstacles you meet to get there. I mean, that's basically your encounters.
1: So Dora's an NPC.
2: Dora's an NPC. Dora is in fact a warlock. A warlock is what she is. Explain. Because she has a patron that she always talks to. The audience. <laughs> Aha. Somebody that is calling out the things that she needs to be doing. So she's obviously got some kind of magic connected to her if she's got the bag. Which means warlock, and it helps that that's one of my favorite classes, anyways.
1: But I
0: was gonna go sorcerer. Well, sorcerer get a could
1: work, but oh
0: we, no, you well, can get a familiar well, Okay, with warlocks, yeah, but, never, mind, never mind, never mind. So I was as well.
1: So boots is her
2: familiar. Familiar, yeah. okay. It could very easily be connected to her patron <laughs> in True. some way. If you're wanting to make it, make it a travel scenario, you could easily make it like a traveling across an ocean. You've got some kind of ship that they're traveling across. Um, this could easily be an escort mission that your PCs Mm. are carrying out, escorting this child that is a warlock. Um, you could even throw, I don't know if you've ever watched The Orphan, but, um, spoiler alert for a film that came out like 15 years ago. (laughs) Um, you could introduce the idea that she looks like a child, but she's actually an adult and, um, you're trying to protect this character that's really wreaking havoc, um, but the PCs may not know that at first. Hmm. And that would be the obstacles that the PCs run across is the effects of this child that can't control it or this adult that absolutely can, that looks like a kid um, as they're traveling and trying to escort this kid to whatever that final destination is. That would be my suggestion. What you got, Queen?
0: (laughs) I would actually go kind of similar, but slightly different. Um, They're basically hunting her down. That she's on the run from something. She's done something. She's stolen something. <laughs> and so the obstacles she's facing are basically her trying to escape the country. So. That if she gets out of country, she's got free. They can't touch her. So they have to basically, it's a manhunt, essentially. They're trying to find her before she escapes country. You want to pull it. You want to take inspiration, but in this case, pull it back from an inspiration to just a story arc.
3: Right. Of how okay. you
0: take this character based on Door explore in a, a situation like there's a wall. How do you do that? So maybe she's stolen these items to get over the wall, even. Aha. So the backpack and the map are to help her escape. So either you're trying to catch mm. her, you're basically having her down that she's stolen these things she's wanted, mm-hmm. and so now you've got you know three days till she's left the country, and at that point we can't get it back. So why? Is so she now trying, it's an international inc- incident.
1: Why is she trying to leave the country?
0: Oh, she could just be wanted. She could be like you said, a warlock who can't mm-hmm. control or has chosen to wreak havoc. So now she's wanted by the authorities, and so her best bet is to go to a country that doesn't know her. Just, you know, immunity that if you cross that border, even, you know, in our our world, if you cross the border, typically they can't touch you. Or if they do, it's a much harder thing to prove (laughs) Why people escape to Mexico. When they're wanted by the cops. Okay. <laughs> the Every, was it, ever, like all the mafia movies, like go to Mexico. Why yeah. is everyone going to Mexico? Mm. <laughs> why, Why? what countries? Mm-hmm. But yeah, they cross the border and instant, immediately it's much harder to deal with. So she's crossed the border. She's in a new country. She can just hide again. Well,
2: that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, this is more mechanics and jumping into like the important items than, than fin- filling out the story. But at this point, I would also say um, one of my favorite movies that I always um love to go back to it's not one that i've ever pulled much inspiration from though until now is paycheck this idea that you have these items that are of some significant importance and you have to in the moment figure out what the importance what the significance of those items are to get you out of rough patches Mm -hmm. if you were to do something like that if if the items are what's important and those items have been stolen and she's using those to get across then, really, as a DM, focusing on those items, developing out those items, whatever lore, backstory, usefulness mechanics you can get out of each of those, the map, the backpack, um, you could even you, you don't even have to have swiper. You could reference swiper by having some kind of like the mask gloves, something mm. with some kind of magical effect to it, and just reference what it looks like. that mm. would draw up that idea in someone's mind. And then at specific points, you wouldn't even have to decide early on as a DM, but at specific points throw in, oh, you see this one item is doing something that's odd and get the attention of the PCs pulled to that so they can be like, Mm -hmm. how are we going to use this item? Build out that intrigue that goes off of that. Mm -hmm. So just a thought.
0: I think too, this is a scenario, this type of scenario would work best with a lawful or at least a good party. Yeah, Because if you establish her as a fugitive... If you've got a evil party, they may not want to hunt her down, or they either... That or there has to be something that she was framed, so she's also a victim. Mm. So, she was framed, she didn't really do it, but she has to leave her own safety, versus the law which says she did it, she needs to be brought in for justice. Okay. And it doesn't have to be something major. She could have done something technically minor, but because of the laws of the country you're in maybe it's a huge deal maybe magic is you know illegal maybe she's blew up a building by accident (laughs) she stole
2: bread to feed her
1: family (laughs) yeah so so in keeping with the concept of dory the explorer usually there's three spots that she has to stop including the place where she arrives Mm mm-hmm um, one I think would be a border of any sort. I, I I said border wall, but really it can be it could be any anything. But I also think that could be
0: your last one potentially. That I've, if she crosses the invisible line, that's the border to the new country.
1: So so change the order of things. Yep. Whereas it's what is trying to enforce the law of wherever she's at, and then the barrier to get to where she's going. Yep. If she's a fugitive, it's
2: getting across that yeah. border. Okay. Which I love the image in my mind of the border wall in game of thrones the ice oh, wall yeah that she's trying to get across the ice wall back into the the into map the wilds has something or that get she back needs into, yeah
1: sorry and... we're having microphone
0: difficulties <laughs> beep, i broke my beep. microphone technical difficulties because beep, beep.
2: i'm cool like that
1: i could edit this but i'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> um, fix it in post yeah
2: See, here's How's the that? problem. the it It's holding, but any time I move it, it's like yeah, junk note.
1: This this here? Yeah, this I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, that, if I can even get it <laughs> to move. There you go. Now that'll turn that. So. Yeah.
2: Personally, I find it more intriguing if you introduce this kid as a fugitive, but the PCs aren't chasing her. Introduce the kid as somebody that they want to protect, and that first obstacle very easily could be the PCs discovering you know, some some sheriff or some town that they're in that's searching for a little kid. And how you introduce that NPC is going to decide whether the players want to trust the child or want to trust this other agent. And from there, you could have her either be on the run or be working with the the players to get to her final destination.
3: Okay.
1: So... Essentially, it's just getting the players to have a reason to go along with her on this Correct. Mm-hmm. trip, whatever her motivation is. Correct. Um, and the motivation would be something you'd attribute in order to get her to go over. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I will say, mm-hmm. um, if you want the idea of the structure of the Dora explore episode, the idea of their three obstacles, mm-hmm. it would work better if they're escorting her rather than chasing her. Because otherwise, because then they're going through obstacles with her. So Mm -hmm. they may have to use the items rather than her if she is, in fact, a kid. So maybe something where she may not be one, but maybe she's just she she knows her family lives somewhere. So she's trying to get there. But she has she's found these items that she thinks can help her. So she's wanting help. Hmm. So rather than making it, it's a much less chaotic and choice ridden scenario. But as much as there's a child that needs help. Do you want to take her to where her final destination is? And there are three challenges along the way. So it's a bit more challenge based for a scenario rather than really, you know, choice written action packed.
1: The map would also be a nice reward for helping her out. Yeah. If you think about it, or one one of her items. You could even introduce that as like the Marauder's map
2: that it shows the area, shows somewhat where people are. And if the the PCs do decide to be a chaser rather than working with her. Have the PCs getting ahead and setting up all of these traps and everything, and somehow her
1: managing to get away or get around it. Let's flush out the character of Dora just a little bit more. Okay, what race makes sense for this to happen? Originally, I was thinking gnome or halfling, tiefling. but then I was like, "But that's because she's a kid." you think tiefling? Tiefling. So a tiefling.
0: Yeah, warlock. she'd be an outcast in a lot of a lot of fantasy ah. world because they're demon kids. they automatically they're an outcast.
2: One of my favorite characters that I never really got to do much with them, but I loved the concept, was a kid named Aldous Snow, and he was a, um, oh, what's the word?
0: Albino. Yeah,
2: he was an albino. Mm. And so he had grown up being this demon, demonic-looking being in this world where demons and creatures exist and had been an outcast. Mm-hmm. So you could easily do something like that as well if you wanted to make her human, um, just look for a reason for her to be an outcast, something along those lines that she has to cover up what she is. There may be absolutely nothing wrong with her, but it's more about perception than reality. If others mm-hmm. perceive there to be a problem, then she's got a reason to
1: run. So we have Dora the Explorer trying to cross the border into another country to escape as an escort mission or as a tracking mission is what you're trying to pursue right here. Basically. Yeah. As the players. Um, what What's missing? I what think... is missing?
0: Oh, a villain yeah some someone else who's trying to find her whether Captain the Guards maybe there's a bounty hunter who's looking for
1: insert swiper
0: this turns into the Mandalorian and yeah that, uh-huh. <laughs>
2: that would work as well if you make it a um, uh, uh, what, what's the word a mercenary mm-hmm. if you make it a mercenary instead of like a country that's chasing her somebody oh, that's been gotcha. hired on and that very easily Ooh. could be like it could be her family that's trying to get her back. Uh, her mom's really nice, though.
3: <laughs> well,
2: but that's the thing again—perception versus reality. Okay. It very easily could be that for her. Now, here, here's your, here's your deal. Um, so Dora the Explorer is an upbeat kid. Mm-hmm. She is always looking out for the best in others. Mm-hmm. She is a warlock. She is a character that cannot control her warlock powers. She's on the run Ooh. to protect her family. Uh huh. And her family, uh, who may or may not know about her abilities, are trying to get her back. And so they have put on the case the best bounty hunter that they can buy. You can, you can make the family rich, make the family poor, whatever you want to do. But um, they have put the best bounty hunter that money can buy on her trail. And so now perception versus reality. As a kid, you've got somebody chasing you that's going to bring you back. No matter how you approach it, that character is going to look evil. Mm. And to the PCs, it's going to be something of we need to protect this kid because there's your villain right there is the kid. The kid may be completely misleading um, unintentionally.
0: Is this Toph?
2: What's going uh, Toph? Oh, airbender. From, I wasn't thinking that way, but that's that what hurt. I'm thinking.
0: She's kind of like Toph. She's not she perceived as just this little kid, but she's actually very powerful, and so she just goes off and does what she believes is right. So her family's trying to get her back, but she doesn't want to go back because she doesn't feel like she really fits. Yeah. Which gives reason why she wants to go somewhere new, somewhere where she thinks she can kind of sit over. So she's not necessarily a little, little kid. Yeah. She might be a preteen or even teenager, but she's someone who really can't defend herself in this world. Yeah. that's Not good really. it.
1: So we have Toph the Explorer <laughs> going yep. into another country. Yeah. So she's well, taking these
0: items from her family then, potentially, if they're rich enough to hire mercenaries to come after her.
1: So why... but. Well, we've already established why she's escaping. It's because she's a yeah. warlock. Um,
0: she made a deal for power at, at 10.
1: <laughs> that, well, that may be... What's your idea? Well, that was a question I had was... What is the entity, essentially? And mm-hmm. when I was kind of thinking about that and I was going with sorcerer at first because mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, she made a bargain to get this power or is that warlock?
0: This
2: warlock. Warlock makes a bargain to get yep. the power. But you you can get the power... I have always been of the mind whenever it comes to Warlocks, you can get that power multiple different ways. You do not have to have... I'm sorry, I'm getting so close to the mic. I'm, I was that's The okay. echo was coming because I was sitting back.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to fix my own echo. I'm noticing I got some.
2: Yeah. Um, you're good. But the, the, for me, the concept of Warlocks, as much as it is a bargain that's being made, nowhere does it say that that bargain has to be intentional. Oh, so you you very easily could make a character that has whistle that I made the the um, Kinku bar or a Kinku warlock mm-hmm. incidentally found a book, read the book, and somehow made a pact with this entity that didn't want anything to do with him. Uh-huh. So you very easily could make that bargain be between the kid and this entity. You could even make it be between a parental figure and and this kid in uh, this entity and this kid is just a result of it.
0: I was going to say, too, it could even be like a family curse that the family doesn't know about, but it's been passed down. Um, There was one story I read where the girl's basically possessed by a demon that had been trapped in an ancestor, and it got passed down. And so whenever each female had a daughter, the curse passed on to her. But because she didn't have any kids, she was the last of her line. Demon didn't want to die, so it kept her alive. So she couldn't die. But it was something no one knew about it. No one knew about the deal. No one knew about whatever it was. So maybe this is a deal a great-great-grandfather made, and she still somehow has a connection to it. Mm. Through uh, some route. she fits a criteria to be able to be patronaged of this deity, or not DTM. This demon. Patron. Yeah, whatever the patron is, somehow she fit the bill to become a warlock.
1: That'd be a good one, too. Um, one of my, whenever it comes to possession, one of my favorite concepts is, oh, that sounds so odd but one of of my favorite (laughs) concepts is whenever uh they just essentially want to vicariously experience mortality Mm -hmm. um and in the door of the explorer movie one of the ideas i had that they that they you know used um that i'm still taking credit for because i'm Uh stubborn was she would Say something Spanish to the camera in a very Deadpool, break the fourth wall way, while right. everyone else is just kind of staring at her going, what? And her dad goes, don't worry, she'll grow out of it, kind of thing. What if that's essentially what she does for her entity? Because that's what Dora does. She turns yeah. to the camera and tells kids to yell in Spanish.
0: She made a deal with a demon, an actual demon child uh-huh. who wants to understand our world, so she's constantly explaining our world yes. to this patron.
1: yes so so she's going through and it's like okay i gotta get you here where we're gonna be safe can you say safe kind kind of thing i i I, and and that's why i thought legitimately dora would make such a good character is Mm -hmm. because she has all these aspects of if you put that in the real world it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. but it makes sense to her why Mm -hmm. it's because she's possessed Mm -hmm. and she's trying (laughs) to get somewhere and they just happen to have a wall, which is kind of where all this comes full circle. So is
0: she running away? Is she on an actual quest?
1: That's what so I'm going to figure So your
0: PCs are helping. She's made a deal with this, you know, actual demon child. Mm-hmm. And the child is trying to go somewhere. Like, I always wanted to see this. She's like, let's go there. And so if Ooh. she makes it there, the patron can see it. And then the patron leaves and she's back to being a normal kid. So this is a temporary deal for her but her parents are trying to get her back and she's like I have to get to this one spot and I have to get over this wall to get there and then I can go home. Now, an so idea. you're really just helping your you can take her back and she can never fulfill the quest. And so she's stuck with a patron that hates her now. You can help her get there and then she's released or you can just, you know, if you lose her and something happens on the way.
2: Right now with this, I think we're at the point where we've got a general idea of where we want the story to Start mm-hmm. where we want the story to kind of climax, which would be her crossing the border into the next set. Mm-hmm. And so, let, let's
1: stick with that idea you had, Marie, of um, trying to fulfill the contract. Okay. I, I like that. That gives it more of a. Uh, that, that's a bit more satisfying because it ends this other story that you aren't exactly seeing. Um, whereas it's just you're helping a kid who happens to be possessed, it's you're helping this kid. <laughs> Finish being possessed mm-hmm. as, a, as a player, I would find that much more satisfying. And as a DM, that might make it a little easier for me to because I know there's a goal I'm trying to get this yeah. group to accomplish. Whether or not they do is on them, yeah. But I'm trying. Um, but but you were saying so, so, so we got our seed, we yeah. got our story, mm-hmm. so now we need our climax.
2: We've got our climax, we got That's that's know, the climax. The climax will be. Either the 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 satisfaction of that contract, or reaching the border wall, whatever that ends up being, or even passing through that wall, being the completion of that contract, whatever that looks yeah. like. Okay. Um. I think that would be to me that that seems like the the climax you're shooting for.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I think that needs to be the final challenge, sort of that. Okay, yeah. we did this, we did this. Whatever the challenges you might throw at it, this is the final thing. If you can get past this, yeah. then you're fine. And that's either difficult to do, or maybe you now have to have figure out how the items work in order to complete that.
2: Yeah, and I love that idea of the items becoming the most important part of it.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah.
2: So the last three parts of this that we're trying to do are the important items, the um, locations. the plot hooks, and well, the, the seven the seven things yeah, the Whoa. the seven things the plot hooks and then how each of us might uniquely run some of these things. So, okay. um, it seems like the items just because it's Dora, the items mm-hmm. are kind of pre packaged with this. Is there anything other than just the backpack and the map?
1: There's the map. There's the backpack. There's the monkey, which I would say is more of an animal companion. So that's three. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. Uh, well, Toph at this point herself, um, her patron. The patron, um, I would say, yeah. You have um, depending on if you incorporate a mercenary, which I am categorizing as swiper. Okay. Um, that's up to you, but it is the way. Uh, it is the way. Um, I guess there's also the obstacles, which I a wall is definitely a big obstacle that you'd have to overcome yeah but it doesn't have to be there can be a magical barrier there can be a natural barrier they can be whatever you want i just get wall because that's my inspiration for this one shot but um uh that's six ish well i mean you don't have to have
0: you don't have the, to have seven. It's just your yeah. limit to kind of keep in mind. The main okay. goal is yep. to keep
2: it no more than. Keep it okay. simple. Because
1: we can kill the monkey if we need
2: to. <laughs> I, I mean, the no. monkey, okay. I
0: think, would just be a tag along with her, honestly. I think it would be like she Not has true. a pet monkey that the... It's p- Toph
1: with a boo who wears <laughs> boots.
2: I mean, you could yeah. easily name her Toph. Yeah. yeah
0: has void. a monkey friend who just travels along that the demon sees through or not they just, they just she has a monkey companion that travels with her uh, doesn't have to be super impressive she has a monkey uh-huh. or, <laughs> she's filthy rich <laughs> or
2: if we're gonna go with this idea of she's a kid that's running away from home it's her monkey plushie
0: oh can you do that, that too? she
2: has from home something Aww. that she holds on oh to.
0: so that would make it no it's important then because if she loses that, she's just going to panic because she's a kid. Mm-hmm. That's how she... Mm. That's her like security blanket, essentially.
2: So that makes that one of your important items. Yeah. Rather than another NPC that you have to follow, it becomes an important item to the players as well as to the character. And that very easily could be another encounter that happens. You run across this mercenary that's chasing her what's the first thing that's going to end up at well something gets dropped Mm -hmm. and it's usually this important thing to this important Mm -hmm. character i'm
1: getting way too invested (laughs) yes you are (laughs) For how you
2: started this, you're very investigate inve- <laughs> <laughs> investigated invested. invested
3: in.
0: Anytime this uh, it's just anytime kids child. come up in our games, it's just like this poor kid. We just, have oh, to help them. Like it's just a kid. Oh
3: man, <laughs> oh, Billy. We have oh. a dragonborn
0: kid in one of our games that at this point is now going to become a sorcerer and travel the world as an adventurer. And if he ever dies, it'll be on the players.
2: We check in with him mm. from time to time <laughs> just to make sure he's okay.
0: And I have to come up with messages from Billy to send to my players.
2: It's sad that Billy's based off of our Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he is.
0: <coughs> he has a sister, too, based off the other Corgi. Yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway.
1: Yeah, so Dragonborn I, are Corgis. That is canon.
2: <laughs> so I think, yeah. The,
0: they don't have tails.
2: Especially mm. with Dora <laughs> being the character that she is, the items themselves and as many things as you can make items mm-hmm. for her will be Work in that world will work in that concept. Um, if you want to make swiper the NPC, or if you want to make swiper again, just like boots, making it an item somehow, mm-hmm. um, I think that'll work really well towards boosting the story.
1: Okay, um, so that gives us our second th- or seven things. Okay, so plot hooks number one, it's a kid.
2: I love that both of you are taking notes, and I'm just here, like, <laughs> in my
1: brain. I'm drawing what pictures. No, <laughs> most of my most of my stories are are pictures. They're... I think that's going to be uploaded on the uh, Patreon. Mm. This They're is my lovely
0: stuff. little scribbles that make sense to just uh-huh. me.
1: Those are not scribbles. <laughs>
0: Stop
1: lying. That is very good writing. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at it upside down and I can still read it better than my own writing.
0: <laughs> wow, that's sad. We will yeah. upload this for people to compare later.
1: No, we won't. I don't <laughs> want to get embarrassed. <laughs> Uh, so plot hooks: we have the fact that Toph is a kid.
0: I think the kid part is probably the biggest pull. Every mm-hmm. party sees it, whether they have a soft spot and they're trying to help out a kid on a mission, because mm-hmm. if she, cause she's probably gonna for your kid, for running her be like, if you help me get there, I'll come back. I just have to yeah. get there. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna make the deal. We'll get you there, and then you got to come back with us. And
3: the bounty or you're hired. Yeah. yeah,
0: and if you have a player mm-hmm. that's money motivated. You're going to be paying them, and they may just drag her back anyway.
2: Especially if you have a character that is evil in some form. Mm-hmm. They're going to be finding ways to trick the party. Yeah. But I would also say I like the idea of there's one of two ideas. Because since we all got really connected to to Boots as a plushie, mm-hmm. use that as your plot hook. Have the characters run across one of two ways. Either a thief has stolen it and is bullying her in this town, just holding it over mm-hmm. her head, toying mm-hmm. with her and the PCs come in and do what they can to save her and save the doll, that cements that doll as being something important to the PCs as well as to the, the to Toph. Um, or you could easily have, and the first thought that I have is just because it's a kid, she's run off into an alleyway to like relieve herself, and she has put her doll at the edge of the alleyway to act as a lookout. Aww. And so the PCs run across this doll, and they could pick it up, um, or they could just see it and be a little bit suspicious of it until this little kid comes around the corner
1: and comes at them like, what
2: are you doing with my doll? See, that
1: that gets me thinking the doll could be possessed and actually be the demon that she's instructing how to live kind mm. of a normal life. Because if it's, you pick the doll up and then you hear a child's voice, well, a mm. child's perspective is the only thing this demon knows mm. this entire time. That, that's just me. That's just mm. me. Because I would mess with the players. That's just me. <laughs>
0: I mean, you could have it where the demon is using the doll as its kind of portal into our world. Mm-hmm. If it's maybe, you know, it's not as powerful as his dad is, maybe it's, you know, it needs a physical presence of some kind still. Mm. So it's trapped in it all in essence, but it's viewing everything. Mm-hmm. So if you pick it up, you hear voices in your head.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've got an idea. Story idea. Bing. Hmm. Um, the boots are possessed.
1: The boots on the monkey.
2: The the boots on the monkey were her younger brother's who has passed on. It was his baby booties.
1: So
0: This is a quest for his soul. Basically, he's got to find a request.
2: She is taking the doll to where her brother once wanted to go. Mm. It was a dream. Now, and... You know, you can make the brother this really old, or you can make the brother dying whenever he was really young. I would make it still. her cousin Diego. <laughs> or or it could be her cousin Diego. Mm-hmm. But your her quest is not to satisfy some demon, but to that pact could be between her and her brother that they, they said they were going to go somewhere someday. <laughs> and he passed, but his spirit passed into those boots. <laughs> she put those boots on that doll, and now her brother's spirit is in that doll. That's a good so... idea.
0: Is she actually magical then, or did she just Ooh, steal magical items? She, she wouldn't
1: be able to be a warlock anymore.
2: No, she still could be. She absolutely still could be if you made it like through the family. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, she very easily, it could have been the pact with the demon or a pact with this patron that said, I'm going to keep him alive, and he didn't say how. Mm. Um, so you still could have mm-hmm. that. That, okay. that doesn't have yeah. to end right. Again, while it's a pact, I never, I never fully force it as they purposefully did this. Because, especially if you're going to make a pact with an entity like that, if you're wanting to play any kind of lawful character, they didn't have to enter that pact willingly.
1: Hmm. And that's kind of already getting into implementation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what What would you guys do, like, like yeah. overarching?
0: I would actually drop the warlock aspect at this point and just have her be where her cousin's soul has now been transported into the boots there for the monkey. And so she's going off on this mystery she's taking these magical items that she knows her dad has, and has gone off. So she really isn't able to defend herself. She really is just a kid in this world. She has items she doesn't understand, so the players have to figure out how the items work in order to help her accomplish her goal. So you would have just a kid basically going off with them, and they could take her back if they wanted to. And just she returns and she never finishes a quest, which kind of takes the pressure off as well. It's a disappointed kid, but she's not at risk of you know being hunted by a demon <laughs> or mm-hmm. anything. You could also have, for one shot, I wouldn't do it. For a campaign, I would have a like a, um, competition mercenary group. For one shot, I probably would just because that feels like it'd just be another thing to track, and mm-hmm. that would just be a lot more to do, mm-hmm. but just had to be where you're now helping this kid finish your quest, most likely. I think even evil parties would probably say, yeah, we'll get you there, and then we'll get back and we still got the money anyway. So the party really only danger is she could die on the way. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. So you
0: just need to have normal, you know, wolves attack. Well, she's a kid. They could kill her. So you're defending mm -hmm. this kid as you're going on and just kind of have, you've got, you know, it's a 10 day journey. You've got three threats along the way that I'm going to throw at you. And then you have a final wall. If you don't know how to get her across that, she can't finish her quest anyway. And then you just return back as normal.
2: For me, did you ever play Jade Empire, Isaac?
0: Um,
1: no. Okay. I watched and you it, play it a little bit though.
2: Okay. And I know you, um, Marie. You watched me play. Um, it occurs to me, and I don't, I don't know why I didn't, I didn't think of it sooner. There's a character in that that I would play off of for this. That instead of, instead of having Toff only talking to this demon, being the only one that can hear this demon, um. I would have this creature interacting with the players as well through Toph. That she she is in some form possessed, but that the entity doesn't mean her ill will. Because like, I could very easily see this become something where your first encounter is being introduced to her, getting her out of the town, going on this journey to complete this quest. The first big encounter, so it would be like the second encounter, the big encounter you have with this mercenary that's chasing Um, she gets taken and somehow comes back to the group. The third encounter has somewhere along the lines you get attacked in the middle of the night. And in that encounter, you discover that when she is in any kind of danger, she ceases to exist. The creature takes over her body and transforms her into this other completely different demonic looking thing Mm. as a protector. I like that. Because it cares about her then um, then you have this dilemma midway through the story of here are these PCs who now have promised to help this child that they now know has something possessing it, and they have to decide, <laughs> do they agree with this thing? Are they still going to help her? Or are they going to go back? But on the flip side of that, no matter what happens after that at the very end at your climax, if you reintroduce this mercenary and you have PCs that want to go to battle, you now have the pcs up against this perfect mercenary that you can throw all kind of legendary actions into because you now got a kid that's possessed of a demon and you can throw in some pretty mm-hmm. awesome stats into that kid um to do some pretty amazing things and make that a really epic final battle
1: okay you guys have anything to add no uh, i don't think so
0: i all think right. it's time uh, for uh,
1: a yeah, I think we flushed this one out of that as yeah. far as we can. I'll just. All right, ju- Sasquatch, summarize. Just, just to sum up, let, let me explain. No, there's too <laughs> much. Let me sum up. Um, Essentially, Toff the Explorer and her plushy familiar boots um, have been possessed by a demon mutually and need to fulfill a pact. In order to do so, they must pass into another country. Um, with the tools that they have acquired for the job, including one demonic bag of holding and a map a personified map to do so. They have to pass some sort of physical barrier as well as avoid the mercenary mercenary crew of masked bandits that are trying to get her back and swipe her from the party. Um, as a result, the, uh, party gets her across the border, Fulfills the mission, gets her back safely, ideally, in order to A, get a bounty, or B, get the items, or C, fulfill whatever do-gooder agenda they
0: have. Or D, all the above.
1: Uh, D, all the above. I think <laughs> that'd be a good one, too, especially if you have a three-way split kind of party. And uh, that is Dora the Explorer.
0: The Dora the Top Explorer scenario.
1: Aha, there we go. <laughs>
0: or a tough the explorer scenario tough i guess explorer, yeah, <laughs> tough. tough the explorer scenario a tough explorer scenario <laughs> here you go
3: Bob
2: Spuds here on the scene, once again, reporting for Potato Candy Network. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please
0: consider subscribing on your podcasting app of choice. If you have a scenario prompt you want us to use, send it to us on social networking with Instagram and Facebook at Potato Candy Network. And if you really liked us, consider
2: supporting us on Patreon for bonus content monthly, such as behind-the-scenes sneak peeks, inspirations, and future episode previews. Check out our brother show, Dreadful Tales, for some taut-pinching full truly terrifying tales of terror. <laughs> Got that on the first try, you know. And finally, please leave us a review as it helps your recommendations and helps others find the hard work we do here at Potato Candy Network. Oh,
3: and friendly reminder, if someone asks you if you're a god, don't think of marshmallows. Nobody likes that guy.